The audio podcast edition of Farlands or Bust is made possible by support from fans on Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash Mac to keep this series commercial free. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Kurt. Welcome back to Farlands Bust, episode 593. I know that for a fact this time. The last episode, <laughs> the last episode had a bit of a... Whoop. Oh, good thing I made another shovel. Uh, the last episode, I misspoke and uh, told you guys that it was the wrong episode because I forgot to update it in my notepad, my text document of... Always correctness, never incorrectness. That I trust with my, with my my informational life, <laughs> I guess you could call it. Um, yeah, I had the wrong episode, so I said the wrong episode. But this is the right episode. This is episode five hundred ninety-three. As we grab Wolfie and continue west to those far lands in Minecraft Beta one point seven point three here. Today's episode going up on Sunday, July 3rd, 2016. Sunday, July 3rd, indeed, being recorded on Friday, July 1st, for uh, everybody keeping track, in case that's something you, for whatever reason, want to keep track of. Let's, ooh, look at that floating tree. Let's grab some uh, resources here, just to make sure we are all right. Starting off, starting off the new month in style and uh in cognito no uh in in with with much preparation and and havings of preparedness um hmm. although it does appear it does appear that we are stuck on what appears to be an appearance of uh appearitude of, of a cliffside an edge a, a a long drop as it were Mmm, long drop soup. Ah, <laughs> uh, no. Uh, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm going to dig a staircase down. This appears to be the most reasonable course of action. Of course, probably the most reasonable course of action would have been to uh, drop the water and use the water. Careful, Wolfie. Careful, Wolfie. Oh, I don't think Wolfie can go through a single wide. Single wide. Oh, nope, he can just teleport. Teleporting Wolf. All right, let's let's continue on. Let's gather ourselves and continue on. Like I said here with episode 593, we are up to 58%. We gained a percentage in our Child's Play Charity Fundraiser over at farlandsorbust.com. You can watch the progress and donate yourself. We're up to $34,910 raised this season, season six. We're trying to raise $60,000. And for those of you who are new here, Whenever we do reach our goal for the season, this is season six, uh, that is when I finally press F3. I don't press F3 to let you know how far I've come until we raise that dollar amount, that goal for Child's Play Charity, who help get toys, books, games to kids in hospitals around the world. This is a, this is a neat, neat little structure we got here. You can learn more about Child's Play Charity specifically at childsplaycharity.org or, like I said, donate at farlandsorbust.com. Farlandsorbust.com, everybody. It's, it's, it's a great place to go. Um, I gotta update that website. Well, not like change it. I always say I'm gonna change it. It's, it's a good website. Hand artisanal HTML coded. Uh, it's It works well on mobile as well. 
and uh, I just need to like put my new computer specs up there and maybe update some some verbiage, some links or whatever, but I think it works all right. Um, yeah, anyway, <laughs> let's reflect on that. So yeah, it is uh, episode 593 and I got this question in the last episode, what is the world save? File size, 21,808.6 megabytes. So flirting with 22 gigabytes for this world save on the hard drive, walking in one direction in Minecraft Beta 173. Speaking of questions and comments from the last video, hello to my new Russian friends. Apparently, apparently, like the instant it was published, the last episode, a whole bunch of... Uh, is that what they're called in Russia? A bunch? <laughs> a, 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 a stroganoff, perhaps? Is that, that's not even Russian, is it? But, uh, yeah, apparently, I think, I think what it is, I really didn't figure it out completely, but I think that the Guinness Book of World Records Gamers Edition was translated or posted to the Russian language, <laughs> and that is where a, a whole, uh, like I said, stroganoff of, of Russian followers were... Uh, is, is that a German dish, beef stroganoff, or is that is that a, a Russian, Eastern, Eastern European-ish? Ah, well. Um, so yeah, a whole bunch of Russian friends came with their very special characters on their on their keyboards and comments, so, so welcome, I suppose. Um, that was a surprise. Hopefully you're still stuck around. Uh, you can go to farlandsbus.com if you... There's a there's an about page that has frequently asked questions if you're curious about the version of the game we're playing, why it jitters, uh, how much money we've already raised for charity, over $375,000, and uh, <laughs> all that uh, fun stuff. You can do that. Uh, or we're generally friendly folk, us Farlanders, if you want to ask those in the comments as well. But yeah, that was a surprise. That was a surprise. So welcome. Hopefully we gain some new Farlanders from that. Also, speaking of which, so much for those 10,000 new subscribers I thought I had. <laughs> the subscriber surge uh, was all for naught, apparently. YouTube, uh, pretty much across the board, last Tuesday or so, like, everybody, like, lost, like, 5% of our subscribers, like, instantaneously. I was down those 10,000 subscribers all of a sudden. I was like, what? And it, it appears like it was a problem, because YouTube even posted to their Twitter account that, yes, we realized that everybody lost a bunch of subscribers overnight, and we're looking into the issue. Those, those subscriber numbers haven't come back. So, yeah. See? See? We were all postulating about what it could possibly be about the, the, the subscribers going up. Uh, during the hiatus, whether or not that was across the board, whether or not it's just simple data behavior, viewer behavior, subscriber behavior, or if it was something a bit more technical or sinister on YouTube's side. The evidence <laughs> is building, is mounting indeed, that perhaps YouTube does not uh, know much with what they do themselves about the subscribers. So it is perhaps something to do with that. But yeah, that was weird and uh, kind of stunk and, and pretty much negated that entire conversation we spent the entire episode last time talking about. Um, so yeah, that's weird. 
But I'm glad you're still hanging around and, and watching and or listening to this. There's a podcast edition, link in the video description. If you if you can't take the jitteriness, stay out of the kitchen. Uh, if you can't take the jitteriness or maybe you want to listen on your commute or whatever, there is a podcast edition available blob.podbean.com or or on the iTunes store and recently now in the brand new Android Google Play podcast directory. Neat stuff, neat stuff. Other neat stuff. Like I said, you're watching this or this episode's at least coming out on July 3rd. Tomorrow, July 4th, not only is it Independence Day here in the United States... But our, our, our own spacecraft, the one that we deem ownership of, NASA's Juno spacecraft, is, is going to enter the orbit officially of its target scientific subject, the planet Jupiter, on July 4th is when it will perform its orbital insertion burn. It is already within, well within the sphere of influence, uh, I think it was on June 20th, is when Juno first passed through Jupiter's magnetic field, uh, and now it's already within the orbits of some of its far furthest moons. Of course, Jupiter has like 64 moons, so that's not hard to believe. But uh, but on July 4th is when it officially is is doing its orbital insertion burn. It's on autopilot already to do so, and looking forward to that. Of course, Juno is important. Because all the way back, five years ago, on August 5th, 2011, I was in Florida at Kennedy Space Center and witnessed for myself the launch of the Juno spacecraft atop its, uh, I believe it was an Atlas V rocket, I believe, which was uh, the first and only up-close launch I've ever seen, and, and it was part of a, the NASA tweet-up, now called NASA Socials at the time, a two-day event where I traveled down there and met scientists and uh, astronauts, and Bill Nye, the science guy, was there, and uh, then got to see the launch. That was way back when I first also was starting with the YouTube stuff and, and dedicated a whole couple, uh, or maybe at least just one episode of, of Far Lands or Bust to uh, discussing. So yeah, that's how long it takes. It, it takes uh, about 593 episodes of Far Lands or Bust for a spacecraft to, to go uh, from Earth to Jupiter. So I'm really looking forward to that. I did also sign up for their holding another NASA social, but uh, at, uh, is it at JPL or, or somewhere in, in California? I think it's probably JPL, for the arrival. They're hosting another NASA social. I signed up for it. I got on the wait list. I did not get on the list of attendees, so I will not, unfortunately... That would have been really cool to have viewed the launch and then to have attended uh, the the arrival with the scientists right there in the control station. Uh, but no such luck. But I will, be, I will be paying attention and watching on July 4th tomorrow, so I hope you are as well. Let's go to sleep and continue in the morning. And awakeness, and awakeness indeed, and a Juno-ness. Of course, we also, we built, we built the Juno spacecraft on the Season 4 Mindcrack server as well, up at the world height limit, that was cool. And uh, what else did we do? We did other things with Juno, I think we took a look at it and like, 
one of the NASA eyes on the solar system, computerized kind of things. I did an overview of the Juno spacecraft mission and everything. The thing is, uh, it's, yes, it's, it's doing its entry burn tomorrow, July 4th. It's not going to be as dramatic as, say, the landing of the Curiosity rover on Mars or any of these types of missions, simply because, A, it's not a lander, it's not going to land on the surface of anything, uh, and B, I don't believe there's going to be any, like, pictures. Like, you're not going to suddenly get a picture of, of Jupiter and that's how we'll know it's there. It's going to just be data that they're looking for just to make sure that the burn happened, the burn happened for a, as long as it was supposed to, and... Uh, the the trajectory is correct, and it's in orbit, because Juno is more of a scientific... Well, obviously, it's a scientific spacecraft, but it, it, does, it does have a camera called JunoCam, but it's more of a public outreach and educational instrument. I believe they're going to hand over the, the reins, the targets of that, to uh, school children in, in classrooms uh, around the country. Uh, and also there is an online website to vote for what you want it to take pictures of. But it's not a scientific camera. The The science being done is studying the, the magnetosphere, the uh, uh, looking with infrared. There might be eventually some pretty pictures made of the data, but they're looking with infrared and, and, and other infrareds, uh, trying to look through the surface clouds of Jupiter to understand its its composition and makeup. Like I said, the how the, the very strong magnetic fields play roles uh, in in what's going on through the clouds and perhaps on the surface and stuff, and uh, trying to, to to find its composition since Juno or Juno, excuse me, Jupiter was the first planet to form, which is why it pretty much took the the vast majority of all the leftover remnants of what the solar system was made of before this, you know, right after the sun was. Uh, switched on. <laughs> so uh, it'll be interesting, but I don't believe, I don't, I could be wrong. They might like surprise us and have, oh, here's, here's a picture from Juno cam. And I think there is already a very distant picture of Jupiter from Juno. Just, uh, I think probably navigational cameras. I'm sure they have star alignment cameras and things for, for navigation. Uh, but yeah, I don't think, I don't think we can expect uh, a picture tomorrow on the 4th, but it'll still be interesting to see, I guess. Uh, and like I said, it would have been interesting to be there, but uh, that's all right. That's all right. I'm still still kind of holding out for another launch. NASA tweet up social something to watch. Perhaps kind of holding out for either like the first crude dragon capsule from SpaceX or or the the frequently delayed uh, Falcon 9 Heavy. That would be crazy and cool to see. But uh, we'll see. We'll, we'll keep our eyes peeled. And yeah, that's pretty cool. A, a, bit, of a, a bit of a connection there with the, the Juno spacecraft. Indeed. Speaking of connections, let's connect with each other and answer some questions from donors to Challenge Play Charity. When you ask a question, I'm sorry, when you leave a donation, let's not put the horse before the cart there. Uh, when you when you leave a donation for Challenge Play Charity, there is a field for comments, and you can ask your question, and I will get to those questions in a future episode of Far Lines of Bust. Just a few left here remaining from before I started the hiatus in May. So I'm going to get through these, and then I'll start adding all of these that we've gotten 
since then, and getting to those as well, I do I do appreciate your patience. I appreciate your patience when getting around to these. This one, a very patient yet anonymous donor, asked, I've watched a lot of your videos, and a lot of them seem to have a sarcastic punk feel. Punk. Punk rock, everybody. I know you don't subscribe to that lifestyle. Which one? The sarcastic lifestyle or the punk? Because uh, I can could, I could assure you, I, I subscribe very dearly and nearly to the uh, sarcastic way of life. I live your life with sarcasm. Um, blah, 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 blah. How do you feel, or do you feel an attachment or con- coincidental acknowledgement of it? I'm not sure. I don't really put myself or it's it's hard to put categories on lifestyles or personalities. Um, I mean, I do... I I have, and I do, and and sometimes will. Punk, I suppose, is most easily associated with the music. Uh, Punk punk rock, like I said. I I, I jested about. I do like and and have listened to, um, but, uh, you know, and I I don't... But I don't consider, obviously, myself a punk. I don't dress however you would expect punk, quote-unquote, to dress. Um... I don't know, I suppose it requires a bit more confidence in oneself to to outwardly express your your inward personalities, I believe. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I appreciate... You know, there's even a little bit of that in, in, in how... In, in the car culture I'm, I'm interested in and, and find kind of attractive the... Uh, you know, instead of the shiny... Or even, like, the fast or the... the, the, the you know the different car cultures. I do tend to lean towards more of the, the dirty, the the, the rusty, the the quote unquote rat rod style of of classic car. Ooh, ours. <laughs> so I mean, there's a little bit of of connection there with quote unquote. I suppose what you're considering the uh, the quote unquote quote unquote quote quote the uh, the punk culture lifestyle. There's a little bit of that in there, I suppose. Uh, and then, like I said, some of the some of the music a little bit, but I don't. Yeah, I mean, th- th- this isn't really a question. Um, so far as like anything unique to say, other than yes, I acknowledge, and I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure where you're getting the punk vibe from my videos. I'm not sure. I'm trying to think of of like what it would have perhaps what what that would have come from. Certainly the sarcasm. I'm I'm. I'm just over. I'm oozing, oozing sarcasm in in almost any games I'm playing and stuff. And perhaps it is a little bit of a little bit of a rejection of the uh, what's the word I'm looking for of the the status quo of the of the kind of the corporate leanings. And and sponsorships and and mass market. I, I, yeah, I guess I, I do kind of reject the mass market appeal. That was the word I'm looking for. Um, of the sort of communities or content that you find on YouTube, on Twitch. Um, yeah, like I'm not. I'm not. I'm, I'm more. I'm more keen to be playing the the lesser known or the indie versus the 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 top of the. The top of the the line, uh, big uh, big budget games. You know, I'm I'm playing the weird walking simulators and just weird crazy stuff like that that might have 
some deeper uh, meaning or messages a little bit darker underneath or not. I'm not sure. So yeah, I, I guess I guess I could see I guess I could see a little bit of connection there. But I uh, appreciate the donation anyway, and this this very unique observation of yours. Thank you very much. Uh, Ritzcracker asks, "What will you do after you reach the Farlands? Will you attempt to continue into the uh, 30 million uh, black mark, or will you travel back to your spawn?" Will you update your game to see the older terrain cutting into the new one? Of course, you have a lot of time to decide. I think, uh... Oh, and then, uh, separately. Well, let's answer that question first. This this one I get frequently, and I always say it's it's not even something that I'm, like, considering, just because there is so much time. I don't, I, you know, I don't... People are talking 15, 20 more years from where I'm currently at say, 18 to 20-ish percent of the way there. So I don't... It's not even a consideration. I'm I'm going to be a, a wildly... You, the internet is going to be a wildly different place, and, and YouTube and Twitch is going to be a wildly different place, if, if a place at all, in 10, 20 years. Uh, let alone myself, my own personalities, and... and I may not be so punk anymore. Uh, so, I don't know. I, I have no idea. You'll have to ask that guy when he gets there. Because it's going to be a different a different person indeed. Um, so, yeah. I don't know. I, I have no... I've, I've got no plans. Like, oh, I'll walk to the right then and find the corner of our lands. I have no idea. It is not even a... Uh, ooh. Look at this. Look at this. Endless, endless ocean. I like it. I like it a lot. Well, less endless now that the uh, horizon has generated. The next question from Ritzcracker is... I think I found suitable solutions to the old Minecraft salute. In an earlier episode, I kind of complained about how they removed sword blocking in the current versions of the game. And that was a salute. It was a way to wave to your fellow multiplayer Minecrafters. A Ritzcracker suggests, how about rapidly switching your sword from your on-hand to off-hand? The, the, the MC Gamer salute that makes the noise for everybody else but you, though. Yeah, that's probably going to be more of an annoyance than a salute, I think. But uh, we'll consider it. We'll look at it. I mean, I suppose if you do have a shield... Well, no, you can't even see... You can't even see... You can't see the shield blocking. Like if I, if somebody else was here and they were blocking with their shield, it doesn't it doesn't render that way really most of the time, which kind of stinks. I suppose it'll just go back, you know, before the sword blocking, it was just the the shifting, and then people get their sticky keys pop ups. Oh man! But let's go to sleep, and then we'll continue into the third day of this episode in the morning, in the next day, I guess technically. <laughs> and a sticky keysness. Right? Right. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> He's blocking the path. Uh, oop, I don't have another boat. I shall remedy that. Pop, pop, pop. Alright. So yeah, thank you very much for that donation and question. Whoops. That didn't go well. Let's... nope. There we go. Push the boat. Yole ole. 
asks, tell us about the time and outcome of an event or idea was better than what you expected. Positive outcomes are difficult to remember. It's the negative ones that really implant them and tattoo them on your brain. An outcome of an event or idea turned out better than what you expected. I mean, I have no idea. <laughs> like, yeah, that's like ask that of yourself or anybody, really. That's a tough. All right, that's uh, that you don't really remember such things. Like, I'm trying to think of something that I expected to go poorly and it went well, but that never happens, never does it. <laughs> um, huh? How much wool do I have? All right. That that's that's difficult. Uh, I mean, I suppose I could just in a very expectable and... I'm trying to think of like a small short moment or something, but I can't. I mean, the only thing I can think of is this this whole YouTube shindig. Started it just as a hobby. Just as, oh, I'm noticing and watching all these other videos and these people seem to be having fun. I feel like I might have fun doing this. Let's try this on for size. And uh, tried on for size and, and kept it on. Indeed, did I? Indeed, didn't I? I did. Indeed. Uh, so, I mean, I suppose that, but that, that is a, that's like such like a, that's a five-year process going on, and it's an ongoing process as well. We still have really no idea. I, I hope there is no quote-unquote outcome of it, other than just a continual thing as it has been. Uh, so, yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a really, that's a, that's, that, that'll twist your noodle. A more simple question to answer is, are you ticklish? I am to a degree, and and I am to a degree that it is it is not something I enjoy. <laughs> uh, it, it, it's it's an unpleasant affliction <laughs> to be ticklish, so uh, I I do not uh, appreciate it. <laughs> not that that like is of any concern through the YouTubes here, but uh, yeah. Let's go with that answer. Let's see here. Phil, did you watch any of the Star Trek series? If so, what was your favorite? I did not. Was not a trek e or even a, a casual watcher of the Treks of Stars. More specifically, I've seen the, the recent movies, just because whatever, they're movies to go see. But uh, And I know most diehard fans of the series don't like them so much because there are simply action explosion fests, but uh, which is not how the, the series, the shows, were at all. Uh, I mean, I've watched some. Uh, roommate in college was watching, at the time, the one, like, the prequel series, which I don't think was very widely accepted. Uh, first, no, not the first generation, it's the uh, the prequel, prequel, you know, before before the Enterprise even existed, uh, there was a series happening. I don't know what that was called. Was that first generation? No, it wasn't. That was that's a different one. See, I don't even know. I don't even know what they're all called or anything like that. So no, I'm I, I wasn't into nor do what did I watch in any in any sort of regularity to know much uh, about those the series the, the the first series the original series uh, the next generation the first generation. Uh, whatever the other ones were. 
So yeah, no, no, wasn't uh, wasn't much of a follower of those. I'm I, I am afraid. I am afraid. It's kind of just a, another one of those things that often gives me the old the old familiar feeling of the imposter syndrome being in these sort of more the geeky, the nerdy cultures and communities that I'm in. Uh, not in the Star Treks. You know, when like when the Lord of the Rings movies started coming out, like I had never heard of the books beforehand. <laughs> this is the early 2000s or whatever. I had never heard of the books and uh, the movies are coming up and then everybody that I knew was all excited and talking about these these books so that they're like the best books ever written. And I'm like, I've never even heard of their existence. Um, so there's like that stuff. There's the fact that I'm not into reading in general, but I'm not into even, like, tabletop games. People talk about all these tabletop games that I'm like, I don't know. Or the whole the whole generation of uh, video games and video game consoles. I'm like, I never played the Zelda games, really. I never never had Super Nintendo, so I don't know what all these these games you're talking about, your your, your chrono triggers and 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 whatever else that is that is very, that seem to be very deeply ingrained in the the geek communities and cultures, I'm like, that's great. It's a fabulous thing that that thing existed for you, but I missed out on all of that. I'm afraid. So yeah, Star Trek is also one of those things that I'm I'm not privy to that uh, tends to come up a lot. But I think I think I'm doing all right. Am I not? I'm I'm fooling everybody. <laughs> ah, imposter syndrome. Um, man, these boots, these boots are not going to make it to the end of the season, are they? I made them at the beginning of the season. Alrighty, uh, let's see, what else do we got here? Scamper9 has a question that was asked care of Xavier Penguin. What is your opinion on Mo Yang's recent, recent as in, in May, I think is when this question was asked, recent crackdown by blacklisting servers that are breaking the EULA? Even some very popular servers. Do you think Mo Yang is right to p- potentially cause a split within such communities? And what do you think the consequences will be? I kind of, I paid attention a little bit. I think I probably looked it up when this question was first asked. Uh, but since I don't, I don't follow, nor do I really participate too much in many of the multiplayer, the public multiplayer servers to really, A, care too much, I guess, but B, to really be aware of the goings-ons. Uh, I mean, it, it, people early on were, were, were saying how they changed the EULA and uh, then weren't enforcing it, but now I suppose they've they've hired and are working on enforcing it, actually. So I don't think people should be surprised at all. Uh, and it's just, uh, you know, it's 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 now now that Microsoft owns it, they're they're protecting uh, their IP, perhaps perhaps in a way that independent Mo Yang wouldn't have, but we don't know. Perhaps in a way that they they would have, we we can't say. I don't know about splits or rift in communities. I'm sure a lot of the backlash comes from the server owners themselves who who have uh, since been rolling in, in beds of, of cash and, and now are seeing that threatened. So obviously they are perhaps incorrectly putting their communities against the, the terms or the changes or whatever. 
but uh, yeah, not not being involved, not being an, a server owner, not 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 having stuff like that. I mean, obviously, it affected the play Mindcrack. We always and Good always tried to be pre pre uh, what's the word I'm looking for preemptive and and proactive about that sort of stuff because we have friends at Mojang and things. So when those changes came through, we we from what I remember, they made changes to the play Mindcrack server to to accommodate right away and then of course we were we or the owners or whoever was in control there was kind of like well wait they're not being enforced why did we make all these changes that that perhaps negatively impacted the performance of the server so it's uh it's a toss-up but but the fact that I'm not involved in pretty much any way shape or form with that sort of stuff uh with the uh kind of exception of the occasional fact that I'll join some friends or whatever on public minigame servers every now and again. To the best of my knowledge, they're ones that tend to uh, to follow and adhere to the rules, I guess. So there's no... You know, they're not ones that are paying me to play. They're, they're just ones that my friends play, so I play with them. Um, so, yeah, it, I, I, don't, I haven't formed much of an opinion about it simply because of that. And uh, I don't know that I will ever. <laughs> you know, it's just not a part of the game that I play. Uh, I guess I, are, I, you know, I feel to myself much more of a a split in communities as being just caused by the the difference in the versions of the game uh, and, and and just people's ability to keep up with the changes or whatever. Hey, Wolfie, come on over here. Have a seat. Well done. But yeah, thank you very much for that question, Scamper9, and the donation, Xavier Penguin. And that, we got a couple that I kind of skimmed through and kind of passed by just because I don't have answers for them, so I'll have to look into those later. But I've got a couple questions left, but I will start adding to the list of questions to be answered. Ooh, look at those items slide away on the ice. So long, they're going to reach the far lands before I do. But yeah, we're gonna we're gonna start adding some questions from newer donors at farlandsbus.com. So hey, if you're you're finally maybe you're waiting for these questions to get answered, if you're waiting to uh, donate to get added to the list, it's it's happening, it's happening. So head on over to farlandsbus.com, donate to Child's Play Charity. Obviously, the primary reason you're donating is to help get toys, books, kids, toys, books, kids. To games and children's hospitals. What? No, toys, books, and games to kids in hospitals around the world. Oh, it's the 4th of July. I forgot. That's what I was going to do. Let's blow up some ice. Let's blow up some items. Well, that's actually a little bit close to Wolfie. Nothing says... Nothing says celebrating your country's independence more than blowing up a small piece of it. So let's do it. Let's go ice fishing. Woo! <laughs> Happy 4th of July! Oh, that's gonna be a sub-atomic. Uh, oh, that was a little bit disappointing. Because it didn't destroy any of the ice. Oh. Oh, well. <laughs> that right there is a situation that didn't turn out better than I anticipated it. In, a, in an opposite uh, to what uh, that question was being asked. I should have, yeah, I guess I should have put it on land. And the... Oh, well. We got a big boom. Got a big boom! That's a spicy meatball. Happy 4th of July. Happy 
Happy arrival at Jupiter, Juno. Hopefully everything goes off without a hitch with that. I'm looking forward to it. And uh, I'm looking forward to seeing you guys here next time. Thank you so much for watching. My name is Kurt. I will see you next time. Punk rock, everybody.